Yo, this your girl Amity W says. Hey, this your girl Lynn. And we are the, the says, where we are bringing you the latest trending news and raw discussion, y'all. What's going on? You know, and I'm gonna just let them know I'm a little bit heated just, because we it's just okay. nah, hey, nah, hey, y'all. nah, All is good nah. Over here, we have What's recorded going? this damn episode, and now we here trying it again because back at it again. It wasn't recording, so <laughs> we're here back at it and again. And if you didn't, oh well, you, you're not gonna get a chance to hear the previous recorded episode because the bitch is gone. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, on that note, we have though, two guests. We got, yes, two guests in the building: Darren and his What's best. Good? friend Dante what's, what's up, up y'all hey, we out here yeah, straight we, from Connecticut yes. so we got 40 Coast minutes vibes. 50 minutes into the last hey. episode and realized the bitch wasn't recording on but now some we high back at shit it again. Yeah. yeah, we had awesome. some good shit on there too. Yeah, we did. Exactly, <laughs> some popping. That's shit. all right. We can do it again. Yeah, we can. But um, <laughs> I don't know the flow of it. But anyway, so we out here. We talked about um, Liv had the topics. You feel me? We're just gonna um, touch base on just a bunch of stuff that's just been going on um, lately. We've been reading up on it. It's just stuff that will really make you say, "The fuck is going on here?" Mm. And basically, this whole segment is a uh, "The fuck is going on here?" <laughs> because. Like, yo, I just don't know what the world is coming to. But um, <clears throat> so out here in California, as you know, if you have unprotected sex with somebody and you know you have HIV and you don't let them know beforehand, you can get hit with a felony and serve up to seven years, wow. which is wild. Mm-hmm. Seven years. Shit's okay. It's a lot of time. Um, I mean, but if you give me AIDS, bitch, I want you to get life. B- between <laughs> between <laughs> Between 1988 right. and 2014, 357 people have been convicted of openly giving people wow. HIV in California. That's only in California without telling them. But uh, as of now, they are trying to change the law and drop it from being a felony to a misdemeanor. Hmm. How do you how do you feel about that? That's, that's um, I'm pretty n- neutral. I mean, if Honestly. I was the person with, that had the HIV, I'd be all cheering. But since I'm the person that doesn't have the HIV, mm-hmm. I'd be like, nah, they need I to mean, take better. They that's need to being take realistic. Better precaution. Not cool. I feel like because an individual doesn't have it on the defense versus like if they're, I mean, sorry, they're on the offense versus the person who has it to be on oh, the defense. Oh, but of course. So I think for me, being someone who doesn't have it, I think that... Um, that's definitely a serious topic, and like when you said that um, you can receive up to seven years of jail time, that's nothing considering someone receiving a lifetime time. of a disease. Ooh, I yeah. like um, that preach, brother. Yeah. So for me, um, I definitely can see like, and that's it's interesting that you guys brought this up because me being from Connecticut and stuff like that's not a topic that we talk about. I don't even know what the law statutes are in Connecticut for somebody who um, knowingly gives somebody um, HIV. Right. Um, that's not something that's talked about where we come from. So it's interesting to see that that's a big factor here and to see oh, the change you know, in it is like starting to spark up or, but um, I can see the concern in it. It's just, I feel like both sides, people who have it versus it the people conflicts. who are on the, the defense and, or the offense, it conflicts. It's for sure. different See, but it's even taking it as far as like, if you donate your sperm or you donate your blood, you don't have to let them know your positive status and I just feel like that's completely wrong. Nah, that's wrong. some fucked up shit because if a lot of people have blood trans, you're, you're creating life. That's one thing that so should never So you're knowingly creating life and giving this life Let me ask y'all death. this. So this has always been a question of mine. I guess I should have probably did a little bit more research to figure out the answer to this, but is it not oddly concerning that donation centers don't test the blood before they give them to the recipient? Because for me, I feel like 
not just AIDS. There's so many things that you can give someone. Well, as of right now, you, you have to. Like they make you take a test, all that. You I have say to do blood transfusion. You can go to you blood donation. Like a mental <laughs> thing and all that. Well, no, I'm t- well. Don't well sperm donation places. Yeah, no, I mean blood. Yeah. But blood places, I'm not too sure. I, I don't think they do. And right. And the interesting thing about that is, when I was in high school, we um we would have like an annual blood drive and. I never donated blood. It, this is like my senior year, I want to say, maybe junior, probably senior year. And um, they did like an annual blood drive. And, they, you know, it's in the gymnasium. They got all mm. the beds laid out, got you some cookies and some juice, whatever the hell, you know, to rejuvenate you. And um, when I went down, there was me, a group of my friends. It was like six of us. We all went down there, waited in line for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, okay, let's, you know, sign you guys up. You guys will draw blood, lay here for 45 minutes, eat a little snack and go back to class. So I just wanted to skip class. I was like, this is an easy excuse for me not to get in trouble. So let me just go down there give a little blood and keep it pushing. They make you do uh, a survey, and this is the American Red Cross. They make you do a survey where you have to answer a bunch of questions about your lifestyle, what you do, whatever, whatever. And the one time, and this is back when I wasn't comfortable with my sexuality, so I didn't, I didn't talk about what I did in my private life. But you know, I'm behind closed curtains, and for some reason, I felt like let's be bold and let's answer truthfully for once about like you know what my situation is. So it asks you like, do you have sex with the same sex? And for me, it was male versus male. I put yes. Instantly, there was like two other questions after that. A woman came in with a clipboard and she said, unfortunately, you are not able to give blood. What? Right. What? And I said, what do you mean? And she goes, "Um, because you answered yes to the question of do you have sex with the same sex? And she was like, you are at higher risk of having HIV or AIDS. So we unfortunately at this point in time, we, we don't allow men who have sex with men to donate blood. And for me, I was shocked because... For that's me, I'm crazy. like, well, shit, I answered honestly for once in my life. And look what the fuck <laughs> just happened. Crazy. Like, for me, that, yeah, that was a shocker. But if you would have lied and said, no, you would have gave the damn blood. You would have felt so in then. your heart. That's why people so are closeted. Like, that's why people don't come out and they're not honest that, because of stuff that like that. And that is what they said. They said that, they, that with this law, it's forcing people to not want to come out and be because open with so it because they're so many stipulations of scared that they could possibly go to jail. It's so judgmental. You can honestly go to jail for soliciting somebody in the state of California and knowingly, Mm -hmm. and the fact that you know you have HIV, you may not have had sex with them, but you're soliciting them. Yeah. And you don't tell them, you can go to jail for that. But see, so for me in that situation, because I wasn't back then comfortable, like I I think I had a girlfriend at the time, like people, they didn't know about me, but I'm like, it's a fucking American Red Cross system, like who's about to come back and be like, I I saw your test results. Like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't an issue for me. And I was at that point, me being my senior, because I came out the next year, I was a little bit more comfortable with myself. I was testing the waters a little bit as to what I could do and like see how comfortable I could get. So I answered whatever. She came in the the clipboard and she was like, yeah, um, so unfortunately, you know, we're not going to take your donation today. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, what the fuck? And I knew that all my friends were waiting to get in this cubicle right after me. So if I came out and didn't stay, that's going to make it look hot. So I came out. They were like, oh, what you doing? I was like, I don't feel like doing this shit no more. I'm going back to class. And they were like, why? I was like, I just don't want to do it. I don't don't feel like doing it. And I lied because I had went out of the country like six months prior, something like that. And one of the questions asked, like, have you been to, it asked a certain state. But I told them, like, oh, yeah, no, I went out of the country, so I didn't qualify, so I, I don't feel like doing this shit. I'm just going back to class. And nobody really questioned me, but I was livid. And that shit, like, took me back because I'm like, well, this is the reason why people don't are honest about their sexuality. That's why people hide because it's small things like this where you wasn't expecting them to be like, oh, you can't donate blood when you're doing a service for somebody That's who crazy. needs that service. Somebody, um, You think you're doing uh, something better for the community, the better for the world. you donating your own blood to save someone else's life or to do whatever it is that that package is going to do for somebody. And then you get shut down when... They didn't test me for HIV. They didn't say, oh, you have this, you have that. They just simply said, you have sex with other men. 
you don't qualify. Right. So, That's crazy. I can so see if they tested you for yeah. the shit and then be like, nah, you got the shit, and the so crazy we ain't going to take is, your donation. Yeah. The crazy thing is, so many people don't know that that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this was in 2000, maybe 11. I don't know if the Red Cross has changed their policies, but I know when I asked the woman, I said, well, that surprised me. I was like, isn't that kind of like discrimination? She goes, unfortunately, and she looked like she answered this question a hundred times. She goes, unfortunately, this is where we are right now. It may change in the near future. We'll keep you on a list. And I said, what kind of list? She goes, it's a list of where if you try to donate blood, you cannot donate blood. So now if I ever go to an American Red Cross Association Damn, and they type my crazy. name, I'm on a block list of who can donate blood. So that's what why if, I don't So support. what if you was just experimenting? Like, what if you just had a one, one time well, Don't thing. answer that motherfucking question. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> don't answer honestly. Right. So with that being said, then, do you feel like it... it it is fair to say then if you don't if you do have HIV it shouldn't be it shouldn't have to be told no. you should be able to keep it to yourself no because if like me being honest in such a for some other people maybe a small thing as far as what my sexuality is versus me saying I have a life threatening disease that's two different things I, I was, was being bold say, and like, being honest with that answer yeah. but if I know that I have a disease that can alter someone's whole the rest of their, their life their whole world there's no choice but to answer honestly to a question because and and if honest I have no business donating blood mm-hmm. so. I definitely, for me to, to take something for me that was so big, for other people so small, and answer honestly, I would hope that somebody in Do that the situation. Same for you, because yeah. you know, like, how would you feel if you slept with somebody and then after they tell you, like, yo, I have HIV, though you may not have contracted it, I have it. I'll no, be snapped. No, I'm I'm not spreading it. I do take care of myself. I am on medication, but. Yeah, I have First HIV. 48. Like I just feel like that's completely wrong, and that it's even as it even goes as deep as just having a girlfriend and you sleep with somebody else. You should let me know before I open mm-hmm. my legs up to you. I give myself to you. Give me that that respect, mm-hmm. especially with a disease like that. You can't get rid of it. Right. No matter what you do, it's always gonna live within your blood. Yeah. Like, and. That's why, like, for me, and I even, and it, the crazy part is, like, a lot of people don't know that that's what takes place on everyday, um, day-to-day life for a gay male is, like, there's certain things that people choose not to open up about their sexuality, not to, to voice it because it's situational. And that's the thing, I think, with many gay males, especially the younger um, generation, like, we pick and choose, not me anymore, but at, at one stage in my life, mm-hmm. you, you pick and choose when it's uh, convenient for you to open up and say, like, yes, I am a gay male, because there's certain repercussions that come from that. True. When you're around certain people, when you're applying for certain jobs, when you're looking for certain things in life to, to better yourself, sometimes it doesn't help you by saying that because of the the response that you're going to get. Yeah, that's so, And crazy. that's the part that sucks is that it's like that some people aren't uninten- like, are intentionally lying or misleading people to believe that they are. But in certain situations, it's like, okay, well, if I do tell them that, I know that this isn't going to happen. So that's partially some of the reasons why people do do that. And it's it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. It and like when sad. I wrote, I went to college after that, and this is when I was in New York, and I, I became way more comfortable with my sexuality. I met so many other men who were more advanced in, in the gay world that kind of taught me about myself and like helped me learn about myself. And I wrote an essay on what happened that day at school. And I got a, I got a, by the way, just <laughs> I got a, a full score on that one. But um, everyone in the class, their jaw was dropped because they like, oh, Red Cross, they're everywhere. We always donate blood. They're always popping up in the lunchrooms or whatever, whatever. But they don't know, like, in a way, that's discrimination. Mm. No, it really is. I it choose really to is. like the same sex, like, but damn, that doesn't mean test, I have a disease. Test, yeah, test right. my fucking, see if and I And that's why when we talk about, um, I hope we're talking, we already talked about this topic because I know we had to re-record, but when we talk about um, the blood donations and they're like, you know, you can't donate, I it just baffles me that, and hopefully I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but it baffles me that the blood organizations that they, they collect the donations, they don't test that blood. 
because not just HIV, I didn't have to answer truthfully to that question, but there's so many other questions you could have asked me that can make that blood not transfusable to other person because it's something in it or something that can harm them in another way than HIV. So for me, for and, and maybe it's because they take so many donations, I don't know what it is, and hopefully since 2011 it's changed, but it baffles me that they don't test the blood before they give it to somebody in need. Because there's so much more things that can har- hope, harm someone. You know that Mind from you, you don't even know now. if somebody's being honest or not. Mm-hmm. You never know. You can never know. The world we live in is so deceptive. You'll never know. And the normal me wouldn't have answered that question correctly. So, <laughs> right. like, it was. I, and and that's the thing that sucks the most is like when I finally take that leap to be honest or whatever, and like you know that was the outcome of what happened. So, if, and and most other people's eyes, they would never be honest again because like, damn, I just got embarrassed. My friends could be like, wait, why oh, didn't he shit, get approved? No. Why didn't? And you would out of me to all my friends now. Like, right. so there's so many different repercussions that happen when you become. When you when you choose to be honest and like that, I think is what closets people in. And like I'm I'm not about to come out because there's so many different dominoes that are gonna fall after right. I do in so many different directions. So but to everything you do, you have to know that there's a consequence. Yeah, you right. know what I mean. To every action that you make, mm-hmm. you there's know what I'm right. saying. Right. To openly allow yourself to give somebody a disease that changes their life forever. Yes, it's, that's just not fair. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like it's really not. And I don't care if you say it's being discriminatory towards people with HIV mm-hmm. it's not because you have to be able to protect yourself and in those to a certain instances, I would limit. agree I don't think it you is you know like it, it, it's just crazy how they and then even with the medication that they have out here nowadays it's so pricey mm-hmm. it is so pricey the common person cannot Can't afford, afford that mm-hmm. to stay alive so if you give somebody this disease you just kill them Mm. Like ultimately, you kill them if you give somebody if you donate your sperm to somebody and they get pregnant and this child is born with HIV, you're bringing them life only to take it. Mm. That's you know what I'm saying. Give me like, the option. God give me it. the option. Like and there are people who are more too. than willing to accept it. They have meetings. You know, I have I have a very close family member and I love her to death. And she has HIV and she got it the first time she had sex. Mm. First time she had sex, she had. HIV and she takes such good care of herself that it's undetectable now like and she has told me you know like Liv I do have unprotected sex but I let them know I show them my paperwork I let them know what the deal is and they have the choice and they do it and I say cool like as long as you let them know I'm not I can't judge you Mm -hmm. because you're giving them that option Mm -hmm. but when you take that from them it's like you're killing them all right and I'll share like I know Mm -hmm. like um in the gay community like dating more so relies on dating apps. It's it's, it's all like uh, it's technical at this point, and it's it's kind of sad. Real. Like people don't just meet up it like is. on the street and be like, oh hey, like there there's very few. I never that got do. a date on a dating app. No, no. Well, I Snapchat, think, but, but it's not a date now. Like, I married my wife. So much, yeah, I got I feel my like wife off Snapchat. So much more different. It like, is. I feel like it's two completely different worlds when it comes to lesbians and gays. I feel like it's two different. Like it, we have so much similarities, but there's so many things that are just altered for us that mm. compared to like the straight. And honestly, I feel like females don't get judged as much. Yeah, how y'all feel about the double? Standards. I mean, they don't. Uh, being a gay, a lesbian woman, and a and a and a homosexual man, attractive. it's it's on two different levels. Two different lesbians things. are more accepted, but that's because women. And I always tell you this: every They're time sexual beings. Up, we are created to be desired, where men are created to look at as the masculine ones who mm-hmm. take care of the home. That's why even gay men will be like, "Ooh, bitch, your body bad," because they know a woman is desirable. Mm-hmm. I was you just, know what yeah, I, mean? I was just saying. Versus a it's man, true. they look at a man like you're supposed to be the. You know what I mean? The one to hold it Hefty down. Duty. What are you doing being feminine? You know, right. so it, it is a double standard, but it just goes to play with women can't be hoes, men can be dogs. Mm-hmm. Because we're meant to be Women desired. can sleep with women and go and go back to being straight. And, it's and men, men if a man sleep with a man, that nigga gay forever, you're, man. Yeah, you, you can't come back. Nah, nigga, you gay. Yeah. And guys be thinking they can and 
it's not. So how do you feel case. about undercover undercover dudes? <laughs> I feel like, like they're have you ever a joke. Dated one and then he <laughs> yeah. went back to his girl like before you I knowingly moved, knew. Before I moved here, I was in a situation like that, and I feel like I wouldn't even be here if I didn't. So get you out were a side hoe. <laughs> That's what dating the download like dude. No, be not like, like that. I've been. Ta- I was talking to him ever since <laughs> I was in high school, and um, he was like, we were just two different people. So like, a lot of people looked at it as like, okay. They fucking around, but I'm not gonna tell them that they fucking around. Like it's just gonna be, you know how people just talk. Yeah. So I knew that people knew, but he tried to pretend like people didn't know. So like it was just a crazy situation, and Dante saw me deal with it, and it was it turned into something that like was unhealthy. My perception of how fast do gay dudes be falling in love? Do it be quick too? Like no, lesbians? I, I think it's the same as straight. I, I think that me, part of falling in love, I don't think it, it, the sexuality. I'm saying like move, out. like moving fast and shit because they be That's like me. they be making well, a lesbian movie. This is the problem with gay men. They're so quick to find somebody to value them that they they try to shove that puzzle piece into a puzzle that doesn't fit all the time because mm. they just want to feel like if you you show them the slightest yeah you show them the slightest part to say like oh I could be that puzzle piece they're gonna force that puzzle in there because they don't want to like lose that in so quick because gay men the turnaround for dating is so quick like you could deal with somebody for three months and you're done and you move on to the next one that's mm. the thing with gay men it's very hard to find somebody who can either understand you been through the situation that you've been through or can just deal with the issues that you come with because a lot of gay men, the way that they're raised and what they have to go through as a child and growing up and like having to deal with society, it it alters them a lot. And a lot of people, they can be crazy as fuck or they can be calm as fuck. It just depends to find that person that can fit into that. And that goes with all relationships in a way too. But I think with gay men, it's like, they cling on to something once they think there's a light there, but not all the time to the light exactly. and then they just turn over to and the next one and keep trying to find so that, that love or whatever yeah, it is they're looking and- for. A lot of them, they're just, I feel like they're not comfortable with themselves mm-hmm. as well, and we can't take that out of them. So it's just like, we have to deal with it. And I feel like that's the problem with Undercover Brothers. It's just like, in 2017, it needs to be like, literally, just be yourself. But that's Who something too, for like for me, when it comes to Undercover Men and DL, all that stuff, like... When I was in high school, that shit used to be a chase for me. I only did it because of the the thrill of it. I didn't I didn't really want much from you. I just wanted to know that you're the star athlete, you're the popular right. one in my high school. And I want to know that I can I'm, get you. I'm with you. And it's it's okay if not everybody else knows that I got you, but I want to know that bitch. You think you the shit. Right. You think you're the popular one yeah. in the class. I know that I had you. Exactly. That, that's and you're the thrill in my for me. Bed. Yeah, like and you're in my even bed. if I hit you once, you part of my right. collection. But now I always have to be in my <laughs> right. Always have to be a secret. And I had, always have to be a secret. And don't yeah. get me wrong, like that's not that, I don't promote that anymore don't don't get me wrong. that's not what you should do because i right. look for now at, at this point in my life at 23 years old me, i look for somebody who values me right and you will never find a nigga in the dl who values you because you're always a secret and i'm nobody's right. secret at this point like, I've, I've learned about myself i'm 23 years old but you know then living in new york and stuff i've seen the gay scene i've been in some situations where i'm like messy. damn like yeah i've seen enough to where i know that i'm not looking for no nigga who wants to bring me to the movies at 12 p.m when ain't nobody in there or somebody who can't bring <laughs> i me like to it like house. that don't yeah. value no. that yeah i want you to Ooh, be like name on I want to be on your Instagram. I want to be that nigga who could be like, yeah, this is my nigga. I don't want to be that like me in public and be like, yo, this is me. I don't want a nigga who's on time like, oh, we're about to be on my friends. Like, act right. Don't don't show nothing. Like, I'm I'm nobody's secret. I'm nobody's pet. Like, yo, do you know what? Average gay nigga go through like that's really have you seen Moonlight? Not yet, that, but I yo, heard it's okay, really good. Okay, can I bring up something, it. please, you guys? Hey, yeah, let's talk about it. Sorry, I know I'm hype right now, but I have to bring it up. So basically, my mom calls me right, and she's just like, "She says, son, are you gay? Wait, let me shut up. <laughs> let me please." She calls me, and my mom, we have a really good relationship, but 
when I was younger, I wasn't comfortable with myself. And she always would ask me, like, Darren, are you like this? Are you like this? But, you know, when you have a black mom and they're so targeting sometimes, they're so, like, you know, demanding. I'm like, dang, I never could be honest with you. You're going to whip my ass if I tell you I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> so I always thought I'm going to get my ass whipped if I tell her I'm gay. So I'm just like, nah, I like women. Like, it is what it is. But basically, long story short, she calls me. She's like, Darren, I got to talk to you about something, whatever. Mind you, she's in Connecticut. I'm in California. So I'm already like, what's going on? Like, She's like, nah, I'm going to have to talk to you later. I just finished watching the movie, though. So, like, I can't tell you which movie I'm watching because I'm going to give it away. But I want my man right now. So, like, you yes, have to wait until I call you. Right. So, I'm what just up, like, she said, yeah, your brother watched the movie or whatever. So, um, I was surprised he even watched the movie because it was, like, a different type of movie or whatever. So, I text my brother. And I'm like, Trey, would you... um." What's the movie that you and mommy watched? That, like, you know, that she said, oh, did you watch that movie? And I watched it, too. He was like, Moonlight. So, you know, I had to do my little Google research. And I was like, yo, well, i never seen that movie before. So I looked it up, and it was just, like, a whole different, you know, something that I was It's like expecting. the first black gay movie. Yeah. But it, dude, did, it dude. wasn't but, too much, though. Yeah, it wasn't too much, but it portrayed everything that I But let me, went. okay, so wait, wait, because I haven't seen the movie, so this is somebody from the outside looking in. So when you guys... And I had first, told him, too. It's like but a wait, gay, wait. a gay like, showing the struggles the of story being of black. A gay man. Oh, but yeah, not like a gay man, man, a black gay man growing yeah. up in the struggle. But that's where I'm questioning, because I've seen, like, you guys have brought up Noah's Ark or whatever. Like, what is the difference from, like, the... It may not have been a movie, but I know there's been a few movies where they Noah's Art is Hollywood as fuck. It wasn't so no struggle. Like a, like it's like day. this dude had a crackhead ass like mama. A crackhead mom. He was a hood nigga built, like sold drugs, okay. had grills. That was the, the, was the third. That was the third of his life. But like little boy, Shy, is it Chiron? I don't know. Chiron, yeah. Chiron, um, it's like just watch the movie. Okay. Just, I, I heard it's an amazing movie. Honestly, it felt And I when felt, I watched it, I was like, what the fuck? It was is too this? much. And honestly, it was so true. They That's why I liked it so much. My mom, she had called me and she said, I apologize. Like, I apologize for because when I was growing up, she always was like, Darren, you not about to be like that or whatever. Like, that's not how I raised you and stuff like that. And remember as a kid, that feels some like Growing up, you're like, you forget about it. You don't really look at how you grew up in the past. But as a kid, that hurts. Like, you, you, your mom saying you're not about to be like that when you really want to truly be yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can't control how you feel. And getting beat up exactly. on and shit. Exactly. And you already getting yourself. bullied. And, and your mama talking about, that's why them little kids and talk you about get, you because you're weird. Like, and you got to get your ass whooped every day. Mind you, I gotta, you got to fight in the street. Then you got to come home and be... And, and argue with your family. All my mom's boyfriends always asked her, oh, is your son like... What does that have to do with you, though? See, I didn't have You're with my mom. Yeah, my... <laughs> my mom ex-husband was like you didn't know your daughter was gay they ain't never bashed me or anything but it was like how couldn't you tell yeah, your daughter was gay yeah but my thing is it's not it's yeah, not yeah my people gave me a hard time for yeah, being gay yeah it's not concerning to you Real has nothing to do with you I feel like that's why a lot of people stay in the closet because they don't feel like they don't want to deal with that extra shit like all the time for my respect I had to fight for it and I feel like you shouldn't have to fight to, to be yourself. like what you want like to no. be yourself nah just to be, be yourself. yourself exactly and I all the times that I've got into it, it wasn't over no... It was me being me and standing up for who I was and what I believed in. And you're not going to play me like some fool. That's why I be just trying to tell download men, like, just come out the closet, bro. Free you yourself. Me, you, just first of all, you're, play, you're a lie yourself. yourself. Your life's a lie. You're just going to love yourself more. Just free... Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's just when I came I out the closet, because, like... like, for gay men... Like, well, DL men specifically. Because for me, being a gay man, I didn't go through, like, the, the, the parent drama or, like, the unacceptance. Like, my mother wasn't comfortable with it, sure. But 
I didn't go through that like you can't do this, you can't be that. I chose what I wanted to do, and people had to accept it one way or another. And that's kind of had a white white mom. My mother's white, my father's black. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> exactly. shit. right. But my mother, <laughs> mom, as a black, yeah. mom. and that's yeah. why like I can't I can't speak on that perspective because my mother wasn't. <laughs> I was she's just gonna do what I want to do and deal with it. Well, it, well I'm gonna, interesting no. enough, the, the way that she y'all. found out is because I I had a uh, I was living in Connecticut at the time. I had a boyfriend from New York, so this was like. 10th grade 9th grade it was it was early on in high school but I had a, a boyfriend or whatever and he we were dating for a while um, and I would usually go visit him in New York and then for me I I think I skipped school that no I, I was out of school that day and he wanted to come visit me for a change so I was like oh sure come you know come to Connecticut told him what bus to take whatever whatever he came out there my mother was supposed to be going to my aunt's house. So I was like, oh, we got the house ourselves. Like, my aunt lives, you know, such and such minutes away. Like, we'll be good. Like, we can chill there, whatever. You got to go back in a few hours. We'll figure out something to do. We were walking down the street, and my mother was driving up the street, and she was like, where are you going? And I was like, oh, to the house. She goes, who's that? And I was like, oh, you know, that's just a friend or whatever. But this is when, like, skinny jeans just popped off. He had his little skinny jeans, New York swag, like, very fitted clothing, pretty mm-hmm. boy, very, you know, cute. But it was, like, different. She knew, like, he ain't from here. Like, she could tell, like, who, who is this? Like, I had never seen him before. She knows who most of my friends are. And she was like, why are you bringing him to the house? Because, like, we don't bring nobody to the house. Like, right. my mom's um, fiancé was a corrections officer, so, like, you don't have nobody in the house. Like, right. so. She caught me, and she uh, we walked down to the street to the house, whatever. And she came back. She busted a U-turn and was like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm just chilling. I gotta wait for Auntie to get back from uh, you know, whatever she was doing." And I'm just like, "Okay." So I'm like, "Fuck, we got caught." <laughs> like, so we're chilling up in my room, and at this point, like, I used to get into some shit back in high school. So my mother had ripped my doors off the hinge. Like, there was yes. no, yeah, there I was, ain't have no, no. doors. My mom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleeping. Down. My mom was white, but she wasn't like, mom, she she didn't play. Like, she okay. ain't play. She ripped them shits right off the hinge, like okay. with her bare hands, and <laughs> pulled them off. Um, so I didn't have a door for months, but um, th- this nigga was upstairs in my room. We were chilling, whatever, and it's like awkward because it's like, okay, well, what they doing here? Like, why are they upstairs in the room? Like, it's the middle of the day. Like, she could, she she knew what was going on. So I come downstairs and I'm like going to the basement, and that's where we have like a bigger freezer where we keep like meat and frozen shit, whatever. So she's like, where are you going? I was like, to get pizza. We're gonna make a pizza. And she goes, oh okay. She's like, so that's your friend, huh? And I was like, yeah, that's my friend. She goes, oh, that's, that's just a friend. She's like, where's he from? I was like, New York. She goes, oh, but you don't. What you, how you know people from New York? Like you from Connecticut? You sixteen? Like what right. you, how you got friends from New York? But you from here? Like she was she she knew something. How was far up. is Connecticut from New York? Um, like a, hour and a half. Maybe like an hour, two yeah, hours. Yeah, two hours. Okay, so I drive fast. Hour and a half. Like, because at sixteen like, years old, how I got friends from New York when it's I, I an ain't got hour no business. Half versus but I ain't got no hours. business in New York, and I'm yeah. sixteen. I don't got a car. I was like, it's just like for her. She was like, okay, so you got a new friend from New York. Like, and this social was, media wasn't popping in. MySpace was popping in. This there was before Facebook, before top Instagram. Eight, it was, nigga, it, this it, my top eight. Top five, baby. This my top eight friend, mom. Fuck out my business, mom. So she, she was like, okay, you making a pizza? I was like, yeah. So we sat there for like an hour and a half, whatever. She finally decides to leave because she still had an obligation. She was going to be my aunt and whatever they was planning on doing. I don't remember back then, but she left, whatever. Like five hours later, I walked into the bus. He left. You know, we did what, what he came here to do. Yeah. <laughs> that was my okay, mama so, wasn't going to stop Yeah, then. so they, she was gone. House was ours. We, you know, whatever. So like five <laughs> hours later, she came back home. I had a little mark on my neck. She goes, oh, so just a friend, right? I was like, oh, shit. And I didn't realize that she caught me. So she knew, but with, with, with my mom, we just didn't talk about it. So she, yeah. she called it out because she saw it. She saw the hickey. She was just like, oh, okay. And you were slipping on yeah, your pimping. She, yeah, she caught me. She caught me. She caught me with the hickey. But, um, oh, my goodness. She never really, I hated my mom used to catch me. Yeah, the they would always catch the marks. Um, but yeah, we that? never really talked about it. And it wasn't until I moved to New York, like, two years later, three years later, that, you know, I started dating people and I started bringing somebody home. And she had no choice but to get comfortable with it because it was like she knew what it was. She may not have spoken on it, never had a conversation. But right. my mom, 
fortunately for me, she accepted me for who I was. She may not have been comfortable with it, but mom always accepted me for who I am. And she always knew, like, I was a little kid. Like, when I was growing up, I played with Barbies with my friends. Like, I didn't want to go play the sports. I didn't want to do all <laughs> yeah. that shit. I wanted to be pretty in the she house. Knew you like, different. Yeah. Because my mom was like, you going to play football? Yeah, she would, like, she got me in a little sports, but I just never caught on to it. So my mom, like, she knew, like, eventually we're going to have to talk about it, but she she was never ready for it. But, yeah. you know, as I got older, we discussed it, whatever. But when it comes to DL, man, the thing is, like, I fought too hard to get to where I'm at. I fought too hard to be comfortable who I am to deal with a nigga who can't accept me for who I am either. Right. So, I'm not about to backtrack right. and deal with a nigga who ain't going to take me out, who I'm around his boy, so, oh, yeah, this is my nigga who does such and such, or I met him through this way, but can never say, like, oh, this is my nigga. This is the nigga I'm fucking That's with. Like, I, I work too hard to be comfortable with myself and to be where I'm at today right. to have to deal with a nigga who can't respect that or at least acknowledge Love that. Love himself enough to shit right. do the same thing. And I'm not thing. about to drag right. you out the closet. Free like, I'm not yourself. About to, I'm not, at this point, I've done the closet shit. I'm not about to help you figure out how to get out the closet too. I'm not about to open that door halfway and tell you to step out. I'm not doing all that. I'm not right. about to click the light on. Like, you got to figure that out on your own. And I'm not about to go through those stages again because I've worked too hard to get out of them. Yeah, so, so you don't go and chase straight men. No. Anymore. And here and there, I'll slip up and be like, oh, that's a little straight nigga See, cute or whatever. I mean. and I'll, yeah, but <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll play a dibble and dabble. Do y'all call them trade in Connecticut? In New York, yes. In Connecticut, no. In New York, yes. It was all about the trade. The trade. That's a trade is like a nigga who's on a DL and nigga who look like a nigga in the gay scene. I'm attracted to niggas like that, and I've just got out of that, you know, stage just because it's too much. But yeah, I feel like that's just a phase. So damn, it was no. What was the um the white gay show? The white gay on show. Logo? The L word? No, not the. It was the, the gay dudes. The skinny one. It was four dudes, oh, and they're really? gay, and it was the mother in there too. Oh, I don't the know. The mother worked at like a diner, Babylon or whatever. What channel was it? Damn, I don't, y'all know <laughs> yeah, what, it was this, damn. What That's is, another thing, before, like if it was, is it older? Yeah, it's old as See, shit. See, back then when I wasn't comfortable with my sexuality, I didn't partake in like the gay shows, I didn't like, no, I didn't, I didn't watch any of that yeah, stuff because yeah. I wasn't comfortable, like Probably. me, I'm not trying to watch everybody else. So back then, yeah, you couldn't tell me, but now maybe I'll know it. But, so have y'all checked out Drake's album? I have not I heard much. it's a little lady. <coughs> but you ain't check it out. Right, I'm, something I like didn't. that. <laughs> you said somebody lied to you? Oh, yeah, Queer as Folk. You never heard of Queer Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, I haven't seen it, though. I've you heard of it. You might have to go pull that up on a, on a fire stick. It's been a minute. I feel like I like the old Drake, though. Like, he was more real with his lyrics. He was more him. You know, I feel like now it's all about the money, so he's doing something a little different. It's not really him. I was like, when I heard it, I had to listen to it like two or three times. So, Drake, you got three or four streams off me, goddammit, because I had to like really sit here and think <laughs> right? what the fuck was going on. Because yeah, first really listen, play it back I'm like, yo, I'm not <laughs> feeling this nigga. To it, you know? But like going in and re-listening, like, okay, so he took shots at Meek. Um, what were the shots? What was he saying? Uh, it was like, how you let the nigga that's fighting ghost writing rumors turn you into a ghost. Mm. Or like, you like to talk about you showing rollies and... All this shit for motivational purposes. Nah, nigga, you doing that because that's just you. Yeah. I see the fake through you. Like, he's just taking shots like that. Um, he did sample J-Lo's. Okay. If you had my... It's called Fever. Dang. It's Teenage Fever. That shit goes. Pull that, one up. That. that shit that's goes. Shit. But, like, I was just, like, 20... But I'm, it's not a track. It's not an album. It's, it's a not playlist. It's playlist. It's a playlist. Oh, he made it clear. So, yeah, it's, like, 22 tracks. I'd rather play... Rather You Than Me by Rick Ross because I don't, I don't have to skip nothing on Yo, that. I can play the whole a, thing. Rick Ross been on the come up Nah, lately, Rick Ross' album is pretty dope. I've, I've been fucking with Rick Ross since uh, <sighs> Port of Miami. She <laughs> said, <laughs> Push Yo, it to the limit. Always gets yeah, to like me. that. Push <laughs> it to the limit. That nigga was going. Nah, he's swaggy. Yeah, but he, his music Rick, go. Rick Ross is just on like that ball shit. You just 
play it and vibe out to it. It got that like Ashton Martin feel mm-hmm. to it. Like, eh. yeah, yeah, that shit, Martin. that shit just go. If you sleeping on Rick Ross's uh, album, it's actually an album and not a playlist. Rather you than me, uh, go listen to it, bro. If you just stuck on that playlist, that's not an album, <laughs> nigga. You tripping? Cause uh, Rick Ross got the sauce right now. There's a difference. Rick Ross got the sauce. Have y'all seen Get Out? Nah, well, I want to talk oh about Get Out right quick. Hold on, let's let's hold on. I want to bring this up because this is trippy to me. Because uh, San Diego just debuted a, a mouth swab that detects drivers high on oh, weed and more. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, because I be really? getting high. You feel mm-hmm. me? You know what I'm saying? Because if it's I don't, it's so crazy how you just openly say you be getting high now when for a whole year. You told the people that I'm you do free. Not smoke. I'm so happy now. I stopped <laughs> lying. I came yes. out the closet. I was lying. Like, listen, came I came out the closet, closet and I'm like, yeah, I be smoking. Because I'm up here trying to smoke. You know why right. I was Don't doing that? Because, mic, like, though. what if people, you know, listen to this and they want to hire me? Like, nigga, I'm out here creating my own opportunity. Yeah. I'm not finna chase people down for a job and I'm making shit happen my damn right. self. You feel me? So. Fuck all that. Yes, this is what I do. I'm a mouth. I'm a functioning marijuana smoking, goddammit, and like I get the job done. So listen, the police were concerned about how they should determine if drivers may be driving under the influence of weed in states where it is legalized. Now San Diego has joined a growing number of cities relying on mouse wives to detect drivers who are high. It's none of your fucking business, police. None of your fucking business. But anyway, <laughs> according to the Huffington Post, the swabs and two portable testing machines hit the field Friday night in San Diego. The machines test for marijuana and six other drugs, cocaine, methamphetamine, some other drugs that I don't know <laughs> the words to. I just don't do them. So wait. Okay, so those drugs make sense. Yeah, those drugs make sense. Because but marijuana, those can alter your, your movement, your speech. You know, yeah, it take can, this shit but out. But marijuana, like, what what is the purpose? But like, are they some, doing, like, marijuana checks on the highway? Like, how how are they? So it says uh, San Diego police will first observe a driver to make an initial determination about possible Observe them after what? Pulling them over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a, a random checkpoint? Like, what, what? It says the driver may then be asked to run a swab inside his mm. or her mouth for as long as four minutes. Then the swab is tested on the portable machine and results are available in up to eight minutes for marijuana the machine only tests for the active thc compound that causes a high which usually stays in the body for a few hours so this is that's that's not fair right yeah, already gotta, what if i smoke earlier that day and it's just still and, yeah. in me a few hours like i, like okay, I smoke every day test. like as soon as you put something in your mouth it, you're done. You're done. <laughs> like, it, it's not detectable. And secondly, there are truly some people who can't handle themselves on weed. I have legit seen somebody smoke a blunt and instantly fall asleep. Like, bitch, if you okay, if and you're they behind don't do the car like and that. you fall asleep and you fucking <laughs> crash and then everybody else crash because you're So would you ass. compare it to alcoholism, like, like drinking and it, it, it? Anything that alters your mood, I truly don't feel like, or people, alters anything, alters the way that you feel, I don't feel like you should do it behind the wheel. Okay, people right. do it. Yo. I do smoke behind the wheel. You know, so I I'm being a hypocrite right now, but I I shouldn't do it because I can't. I my driving sucks. <laughs> but okay? people, but people who you do know, that though, like, <laughs> like it does. At least and she was like, Anything that alters your system and could potentially cause harm to others around you, no, you shouldn't do in the public or you shouldn't do behind the wheel. Okay, so I, I can see wait, dabbing wait, wait. And, and driving. Don't dab and drive. Well, that's, that's, a different, <laughs> that's a different type um, of high. But. Okay, so wait, if you said that it alters you behind the wheel, do you think that the same stipulation is going for just smoking in general? Do you think it alters, alters oh, yeah. people in public? No. Do you think that they shouldn't people, be out in public? No. Do you think? Super She's being goofy hypocrite. sometimes. Sometimes it makes people like, okay. So you would think that I'm just in a great weed in general should be... I don't think that weed should not be legal because I have... 
I have seen that it do good for people. You yeah. know, people who sincerely are sick and the weed sincerely helps them. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that they go and buy weed and then decide to get behind the car and just have a good fucking time. I think that they legit go home, smoke the weed when they're in pain or whatever the case may be, and then they let themselves chill. You know, they're not smoking it for recreational use. Mm -hmm. We're smoking it just for the hell of it and not because there's something wrong with us. Not for there's, a benefit. Yeah, it's more like nope, I'm going to have an attitude. Something wrong with me. If I don't smoke, I'm going to have an attitude. Stimulates you. I can't fucking eat sometimes if I don't smoke, so it helps me. So I don't give a fuck about that. I don't. All these police speed, police chase that be going down over here. Calm the fuck down. I mean, but that's it. Don't be about weed. Goddamn it. I understand it. it though. You know nah. what I mean? Like I understand. They why need to. They to need to let way. everybody. They need to let everybody uh, who who's in jail for distributing weed. They need to free them. Weed is legal. Weed don't hurt nobody. If you had, if they yeah, was distributing weed, if they was Amber. if they was like bro, they just locked the dude up in Louisiana Tell for edibles, story. right? But Tell the, the reason why his stupid ass got locked up, okay. they locked him up for edibles. If you see this, it's no, like, no, no, no. pounds. First off, he had pounds. And he had it don't matter. He's trying to feed his <laughs> family. Baby with him. Yeah, he tried his stupid ass had a two year old delivering fucking edibles with his stupid ass. Tell the whole story. He's stupid as fuck for that. That's why his stupid ass got locked up. His stupid ass had a two year old delivering. See, you talking about child endangerment that yeah, versus crazy. the, the marijuana distribution, distribution but i'm just saying like things. if if people if weed is legal how can you have people locked up in certain states well because if weed is legal why are you illegally selling it you can't illegally sell nothing you can't some sell people illegal ain't got CD, the money CDs. to get a damn two million dollar business for or, 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 or do the tax do you know how much i feel tax like people make it too serious though do you know how much taxes are for them to have a marijuana business it's like it's right make it something that's not like most businesses is right so music industry is right Great nowadays. Nah, but no Anytime you're selling the money. something you're right. illegally, you're going to go to jail for it. And True. that is with anything. True. I keep telling you, boosting is the same thing. Anytime you go to the movies or you watch a fucking thing on TV, it tells you it is wrong to fucking True. boost CDs or movies. Like, people get locked up for that mm -hmm. shit. So if weed is legal now, why should you be allowed to illegally sell it? If it's not legal. Why should you be That's allowed true. to break the law? No. Why? No, Why? because weed ain't never hurt nobody. That's the moral of the story. Did weed hurt you? Weed hurt you? If you know weed ain't for you, don't do the not, fucking yeah. weed. The business is yes. hurting everybody. Honestly, they feel like it's taking money from them. Let's say you had you owned five weed weed shops, okay? It's and your business, weed shops are booming. But then there's a weed guy who comes I mean, out who don't have to pay no taxes, don't have to run out no building. He's just on the corner having workers work and they getting all your money now because he's selling the product at a better price. Yeah. He's not taxing them. They None gonna come shit. out because he's the fucking he's he's the he's the street boy. He gotta wait on his connect. I'm always having so no, the customers listen, gonna come back. It's the product. It's, I mean it's, it's not the product. And my it's the product business. gonna be better. I don't like you got the street dirt I don't care. That this street dealer is taking your. Business. I don't care if I got five fucking booming Ooh. ass businesses. I'm not greedy like that. That's what's wrong with the world. People so fucking greedy. They don't, they don't let everybody Everyone's eat. Greedy. It's enough. It's Everyone's enough. Greedy. Yeah, and it's enough for so us all okay eat out here. Exactly. So, so now exactly. what you're basically saying, then Amber? Okay, so you and I buy. You and I buy a house, and then there's a home. There's an empty house next to us. And technically, if you're a, if you're I'm homeless wife, and they got fucking listen, empty ass houses, bitch, I'm going to jail because I'm breaking in them bitches listen, and sleeping there. Like fucking. I'm not even finish what I was I'm trying to say. Right. I don't even say. No, 
that's not what I was going <laughs> to say. Stop cutting me off. You and I, we live in this beautiful neighborhood, okay? We spent our hard-earned money on this house. There's an empty abandoned house next to us. A squatter comes. It technically, because he's been there for three value. months, he now owns that house, and he can listen. Shut up. I didn't finish. Come on. He's treating it like a homeless person does. He's got garbage outside. It stinks. He's taking away the value of your property mm-hmm. because your neighbor and how they conduct themselves can devalue your property. You're not going to be upset that he's not getting locked up for devaluing your property. He's going to get locked up. He's going to eventually get kicked no, out. He look at his but think of it this way. If you're trying to sell, time, if, if, let's say, say y'all didn't want that time. house no more. You're trying to sell that house. That nigga next door who's he's got their there. shit looking like a trash dump, got your street looking bad. Who's buying your shit? Oh, once we buy the house, we there, baby. I'm just telling you there right now. We there. We there. That 20 year mortgage, we there. But you're going to have to have a conversation with him. Yeah, you fucking right. We there. I'm just saying, like, oh, damn, I wish I would have been a squatter and found a damn house. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to hate. That's all I'm saying. What I do be hating on is how I'm out here trying to get my degree, right? And it's people that come to class and people come to class and, like, an hour later and then be like, Asking the teacher, yo, what happened? Like, nigga, you should have been here an hour before when class started <laughs> to know what the fuck happened. Don't be late, alter- yeah, don't be altering my. I hate You're this late, shit. Bitch. But like, I'm uh, yeah, I don't know. So let me ask y'all this: Do y'all feel like you need a college degree to be successful? These no, days? you don't. Okay, you don't. Hell no, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> it's about who you know. It depends on you what you're doing. It's like about for who doctors you know. and shit. Yeah, yeah nurses, If it's yeah. technical, I mean, of sure. Honestly, the degree, like I have a degree and I make the it is for the people regular, with degrees don't even be having the job in they I've field. never used and my degree. I've never used my degree to get where they want right, to be. Exactly. The thing is, like statistically wise, I make. 20 grand more than I would make with my degree starting out. So why did I even get a degree? Right. Because a job that I have, you don't need shit to have. So I just feel like they charge too much for school. But you know when people think it's the paper trail. Like, oh, I got this paper trail. Yeah. You do get paid more though. Nobody anymore. You do get paid more. No, but that's the thing. I feel like you don't. On your application, you have a degree and they don't ask you They don't give a fuck. They don't say, show me a copy of it. Show me, you know, show me your degree. Show me your bachelor's. Show me your master's. Show me. They don't ask for that. And I don't even know what my degree thing is. I know where it is, but I never had to pull it out. And that's the problem. I make more money right now without a degree than I would with my experience. Exactly. Yeah, experience would, matters. Than I would with trying they to get a job with my degree. Over degree. Yeah, they really do. Any day I came to LA and I was like, oh, you know what? Let me try to focus on my degree because after I got my degree, I never, I never even pulled no that bitch out the closet. Degree, yeah, but exactly. Your, yep. But and I, I was like, you know, <laughs> let me try to find something that focuses on what I just paid all this thousands of dollars to go to school for. <laughs> and I'm looking on all these. Pay- I'm like, what? You want to pay me guys, what? We're I'm not working for that. Education. No, education is everything. Education is everything. Because I was already thinking about going to school. But you can also learn that shit on YouTube too. But no, I'm not devaluing education because I learned a lot when I was in school. But I'm just telling you that degree, that piece of paper does not determine how much money you're going to make. But the the experience and I'm not saying that I got my experience without my degree. No, because I got the experience with the degree. Mm. But I'm telling you right now, I never had to pull that bitch out. So you can be like I knew this one guy when I lived in New York and it was when I was working like a a, let me not name a, a clothing company. And. He always had a book. And I'm like, what school do you go to? He was like, I don't go to school. And I said, so why are you reading that thick-ass textbook? And he goes, I go to the library and I pull all the books that you would have to pay for when you go to a class. He goes, I have plenty of friends in classes. He was like, I asked them what they're reading. He was like, I look up the class I want to study and I find the textbooks that I would need for those courses. See, man, I can't and read I study it. those. I'm going to have to go on YouTube. But the thing is, he's smart because he's not $40,000, $100,000 in debt, mm-hmm. but he got the same knowledge that you just paid $40,000 to, to get. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was in army, army so army too, pay But for not my everybody's shit. built. I'm not built for the army. Y'all going to send me right the fuck back as soon as I get out there. So don't. I'm not oh, ready yeah, for the army. 
Yo, though, oh, I couldn't either. You're not screaming in my face. We, we about to wrap this shit Alrighty, up. Damn. Yeah, man. I know. There's so many more well, topics out here, though. It was a good time. Yeah, there was a couple things on this, but it was a good ass time, though. Yeah, yeah we can fun. always come back and just have a conversation. Yeah. This is what this it's was about. Everything. Thanks for inviting you guys. No problem. Like, it was New Amsterdam and shit. Uh, damn, I forgot the clown y'all about that shit. Check out the apple flavor. It's lit as Don't be broadcasting that nasty ass vodka. It's crazy. But anyways, this your girl Liz. This your girl MDW. You want to tell people where they can find you? Yeah, of course. Um, my name is Darren Little. You can find me on Instagram, Darren So Fly. Facebook, Darren D Nice Little. Add me. I'm a poppin' ass nigga. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I go by Dante. My full name is Dontarius. Add me on Instagram or Facebook, D O N T E R R I U S. On Instagram is double S D O N T E R R I U S S. Follow me, please. I always follow back. And let me know what you thought about the podcast. Let me know what you what you're you what you Stop hating on this nigga outro. I want to know what they think. Stop. I know what the people think. Let Yo, me know. Dante <laughs> wrote that. Hey, no, this nigga outro. Dante, I love the double R I. Definitely. Yeah, get the shit correct. D O N T E R R So we out here. Thank y'all for stopping by. Thank y'all for watching it. We out here. Hey, check out the damn website too. I put in a lot of work. David did. Shout out to David, bro. We out here. David. Hey.